What's up, everybody? It's Mr. James O'Neill here, your keynote speaker, National Board Certified Math Teacher, and today your podcast host. My mission is targeting mastery for all, empowered by equity for all, through the belief of expectations for who? For all, y'all. And if I'm saying y'all, y'all already know I'm coming from the South. By way of the QC, the Queen City, Charlotte, North Carolina. And I'm super excited that you decided to join me. Today, today. So today is Valentine's Day. And so if you're listening to this on Monday, February 14th, 2022, happy Valentine's Day from me to you. And I didn't mean that to rhyme, but it did. So here we go, y'all. I want to dedicate this show, this podcast today to why I love teaching. So it is going to be a day that I just talk about the loves of this wonderful, wonderful calling, profession, way of living, because teaching is definitely, it will change the way in which you live on every, (laughs) every level. But I want to talk about why I love teaching. And so my first point is the obvious, right? interacting with kids and building relationships with kids. Y'all, I teach eighth grade math, if you didn't know. I am a math teacher here in Charlotte, North Carolina, and I've been teaching for 14 years. And in these 14 years, I've gotten to know over a thousand kids, right? There have been a thousand plus kids that have circulated through my classroom. That is powerful in itself. The thought of leaving legacy, the thought of touching and impacting a thousand kids or more lives just in the classroom alone is amazing. But the thing that I really love about teaching is building these relationships. My students are funny. And if you can't tell, I have a dynamic personality in the classroom as well. Like I'm chill, I'm laughing, I can be serious, I can be whatever, you know. I just like having a good time. And I just believe if we're gonna do this for as long as we're gonna do this, for as many days that we're gonna do this, I literally want to have a good time. So building relationships with students is like number one for me. They're all different. There are some that are more quiet than others. There are some that are more loud and boisterous. There are those that that may be more difficult that make you want to pray every time you see them walk through your doors. Yet still, building these relationships have been the key to why I continue to show up every day and every day is different. Let me talk about that. There are no same days. (laughs) You plan a lesson, you think it's going to go one way and it turns out to be another way. And you're just like, all right, well, you know, there's always tomorrow. God willing, we'll see tomorrow. We'll try this thing again, you know? And so building a relationship with kids has been the reason why I keep coming back. Because one day we're mad, we're fighting. The other day we we are getting along. We love each other. The next day we're keeping our different our distance. The next day we're just like, ah, what can I do? They're in my face. The guy, get out of my face. The next day they don't want to be around me, Mister O'Neill. I don't want to be here. Well, if you want to know the truth, I wish I wasn't here either. But at the same time, these relationships go up and down, in and out, and it is a relationship that has to be intentionally built. 
I have some funny kids. I have one kid by the name of LJ this year, and LJ is a character. He's a character from the morning to the afternoon. And I know y'all know kids like that. They come in on 10 in the morning, and you think they'll be at 7 or 8. Maybe we hope for 4 by the afternoon, but nah, these jokers, they still at 10 <laughs> the entire day. Give me that energy. That's what I need in my life. And so LJ is a character. He's a black boy that I teach in my class full of joy, full of love, and full of extraness. And so LJ, just the other day, LJ was sitting in class and it was quiet. I'm teaching and the moment goes like this, it's quiet. Just like that and you hear someone pass gas. <laughs> and you're like, I'm looking at LJ and I'm just like, we know it's not Kevin because Kevin would never do that. Kevin doesn't say a word and his words will not come out in the form of gas like it, it, it's just not and so i'm looking at lj and i say lj you thought that was going to be a solid one didn't you <laughs> and the class just starts howling i was like yeah that that, that got you didn't it? first of all you should probably wait while i'm still talking so it can be disguised underneath my voice but you're gonna wait <laughs> until everything gets quiet and then you're gonna pass gas. How stupid is that? Like, I don't understand that. And I just pretty much told him, LJ, you might wanna go check your draws later. Like, seriously, like that one sound like it was loaded. <laughs> and so just, just the building of that relationship, being able to talk to middle school, middle school boys like that and to just continue to build on my relationship. I have another kid by the name of Emmanuel and uh, he's Hispanic and every day I, I tell I try to speak Spanish to him <laughs> and so I come in and just remember my little Spanish words um, that I remember from way back in 10th grade and I'll just try to make up stuff Emmanuel's in this relationship with this girl that they're just like <laughs> I'm just like y'all don't know how to be separated it's kind of bad already and so I could tell that he was probably having relation. <laughs> relationship issues because that's the only reason why Emmanuel goes uh sad for any reason and I looked at him and I was like she got me your nerves today <laughs> and so he didn't smile he is the one of the most jovial boys that I have in my class and I looked at him and I said your soy to grande hermano and I was trying to say I am your big brother which I know I jacked all of that up. And um, the other girl, uh, which is his favorite friend, I call her May May, she smiled and started laughing because she knew what I was trying to say, but it was not coming out right. And uh, Emmanuel just, he was having a bad day. And I was just like, you know, I'm just gonna give you your space. And then the very next day he was back to normal in, my, in front of my face. These relationships that we build with students go a long way. They remember how they feel and how they feel felt when they come into your classroom. Uh, many of us talk about, we don't necessarily remember the lessons, but we know that when we came into that classroom, it was a good time. I love teaching because I love interacting with students. The second reason as to why I love teaching, I live for the aha moments. Y'all, I teach math. And in teaching math, many days kids come in here in my classroom with this confused face, I it can be the simplest things. They want to overcomplicate everything. Somehow they have received this narrative that math is hard and math is complicated. 
and I have been gifted to simplify concepts so kids can grasp them easier. And so when kids make aha moments, I'm just like, oh, light bulbs, light bulbs, let shine bright like a diamond. Come on here. Give me that light. Those moments, I know it is something that their brains are going off and they can make the connections. And then the autonomy that happens in those moments, are, it's just amazing because now I know I can leave them to go do the work on their own. They don't need their teacher. They can now say, hey, I can impersonalize this moment in math class because I get it. I get it. Just the other day I was teaching system of equations and the solution is where the lines intersect. And so there are several ways we can solve a system. We can use a table, we can use a graph, we can use the equation. And so I'm tying all three together. And finally, I showed them in Desmos, which is a graphing calculator online. And I showed them that we can put the same equation that we just saw for in the calculator and look where the lines intersect. And guess what? It's the same point you just solved. And the light bulbs went off. What? The calculator can graph a line? And from this line, we can look where the lines, in. I'm telling y'all, beautiful moments light up the classroom when those light bulbs go off i live for them they make me smile they make the kids smile it builds the confidence that they may have never had in math i love light bulb moments number three everybody why do i love teaching y'all i get to change mindsets Math is one of the most fixed mindset subjects. What I mean by fixed, students believe that either they can or they cannot do math. Either I was born with this math gene or I don't have the math gene and I can't do math. And you get parents that come in through parent orientation or at the beginning of the year and they're just like, hey, Mr. O'Neill, I, I can't help him anymore. I sucked in math and now I don't pass that down to my child. It is not hereditary. Math is not a hereditary gene in which you can do it or what you can't do it. Many times you just didn't have the teacher. You may have needed more instruction. Maybe you needed more scaffolds. Maybe you needed more support. Maybe you just needed a tutor <laughs> after hours to open up the math to you because I believe that everybody can get math. And so when I talk about changing mindsets, it goes beyond just math, right? Because as a black male teacher standing up in front of them, they're like, oh, black males do this as well? Black males can do math like it it is. I I become a counter narrative to what they've seen. And many times they've never seen a black male in this role and specifically in math roles. And so just in general, because black males make up two percent of the teaching population. And so when you think about that, I get to change the mindset that this is for us. I'm going to let that sit right there. This is for us. And when I say this is for us, I'm specifically talking about this role as a black male teacher in math and science belongs to black males. It belongs to everybody, but it also belongs to black males. You see how I said, but it also belongs because many times everybody is all the people that actually take up the role. Now, we want to say everybody, but we're not really meaning everybody because we don't see everybody in the role. I digress. 
I'm going back to my love. <laughs> We're talking about love today. And so I love changing the mindset of my students. I love standing in front of them and reminding them that that you can see a black man in this role and I can be excellent at it, right? I love changing the mindset of students who believe that they couldn't do math before, that this is unattainable to them, that this is something that they will never be good at. I love changing mindsets of parents who see me in this role and realize like, oh, he's killing it. Oh, he's bringing his culture, who he is. He's showing up in the classroom. He's relating to kids. The kids enjoy class. They enjoy Mr. O'Neill's interaction. I love changing the mindsets of students that now believe that they can go on in high school and be successful, not only in just in math, but in life, because I have many conversations that have nothing to do with math and many times deals with their morals, their values, integrity is a big thing for me. Doing the right thing when no one's looking. I am huge on integrity. And so I get to change the mindset of students that were formerly not aware that they either could or they didn't have to think this way or they can actually now do more than they thought they ever could. I love teaching because I get to change mindsets. Number four, y'all, why do I love teaching? I get to be creative. I am a creative person. I remember when I was younger and I used to love art. I used to love drawing. I love cartoons. I love music. I wasn't your typical black male in my community. I was really drawn to the arts and the beauty of those things. And so when I became a math teacher, I realized that all that creativity that I have, I do poetry. If y'all follow me, you'll see that I do a lot of things that are arts driven, but I'm a math teacher. And so I was given this gift of creativity that even within my lessons, I want to see it look a certain way. Within my delivery, I want to see it given a certain way. And so I love teaching because I get to be creative. I get to be creative in how I approach my class. I get to be creative in how I interact with them. So there's a couple of things that I do that are just creative to me. So I do extra credit. And within extra credit, I pretty much go to Amazon and I get these little smiley face um, tickets, raffle tickets. And then with, uh, with through the class, when students answer questions, when they raise their hand, when they participate, I may ask a conceptual understanding questions. When they make those aha moments and connections, I give them extra credit ticket. And that ticket can be put on any assignment up to five points. That's me being creative on in how I interact with them and how I motivate them to be successful. I get to be creative when they get finished taking tests. I take a picture of them and I hang those pictures outside of my wall on the bulletin board and I call them mathletes. Again, this has nothing to do with my math content. It has everything to do with my classroom culture. So I create a culture in which I want to praise kids for their excellence. And even in that, I get to be creative. I pass out candy. You get an A on the test. People that master the test, they get and truly master it, meaning nothing was wrong. They got a 100%. You get two pieces of candy. People that get A's, you get one piece of candy. I get to create an atmosphere, a culture of praise. 
And I get to do that. Maybe I'm given a curriculum that I need to teach, that I must teach, that is mandated by my district to teach. But how I interact and create in my classroom, that's all up to me. And y'all, I love it. I get to be creative in, in how and what I say to students. You know, and how I discipline students. (laughs) I'm creative in that sense as well. And so I love that in this space, I know that many times creativity can be choked through curriculums, through mandated things that continually get pushed down to teachers, but you still have the power over your classroom environment to create an environment that is welcoming and inviting to students. I even ask students for their input through surveys. I create surveys and say, well, y'all, give grade me on my ability to teach, to relay the information. How well do you feel that I interact with you all? What things would you like to change? Do you feel like the workload is too much? Why or why not? Again, I'm creating a space for students to express themselves since we're here as much as we are here in this classroom. I want to have a good time. I get to create a good time. And that is why I love teaching. The last reason why I love teaching y'all, we are on point number five, summers off. Now, contrary to what many believe, Teachers don't get paid over the summer. We are 10 month employees, right? We may have our check spread out over 12 months and that has actually stopped in our district. So we can't even spread our check out over 12 months like that. But we are 10 month employees. Now you let me know if you can um, get two months off and not get paid and how you live your life. All right. So just let me go back to my love. I just put a little shade out there. I hope you felt the little darkness come in for a moment. But let me let me get out of the dark and get back into the light. So let me tell you this. I love having summers off without pay because that's what it is (laughs) but i am a hustler baby so i work hard save up money as you can know as you do know i'm a keynote speaker Needless to say, if you ever need me to come to your school to inspire your staff, your parents, your students, I'm there. Hit me up at info at mrjamesoneal.com. But back to what I was saying. So I love that we do get summers off because it is necessary. I don't think people understand how much we pour. We pour. We pour into students. I remember coming back off of virtual learning and when kids came back into the building and I was just like, goodness, they sucked all the energy out of me like we have to contain so much energy because the need woo y'all woo i know i can get a witness out there from a teacher the need of our attention and our time and our emotions and just our life force it is sucked out of us <laughs> and so when you when we take those two months off without pay let me just let me remind you without pay we are many times still doing pd <laughs> many times do we are taking a break we may go on vacation with the family uh, many of us are still working some of us that are working on our extra job us continually working our second job during the summer so we can make ends meet which is another conversation we're talking about love today mr o'neill we're talking about love james today is valentine's day let's love on the folks all right and so with all that being said 
I love the fact that we do get that break and I get to recharge. I get to see parts of the world that I didn't get a chance to see while I was teaching. I love summers off. I really, really do. Well, y'all, that's the show for the day. I hope you understand why I love teaching. I hope you feel the love. I hope that you know that you are loved today on this Valentine's Day. No matter what day you're listening to it, I hope that you feel the love, the love, the love today. And I want you to continue loving your job. At any time, if you ever want to connect with me on social media, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Mr. James O'Neill, O'Neill spelled O-N-E-A-L, or LinkedIn and Twitter at Mr. James O'Neill. There's no dot there. Or you can email me at info at mrjamesoneal.com where you will also find other videos, other products, and other inspiration to keep you motivated throughout your day. Hey, y'all, you already know how I feel about you. You already know what's in my heart, but I am super excited that you decided to stop in and join me. Today, today. Have an amazing day.